Okay, welcome to episode 28 of the Pushing Rubber Podcast. This is Adam Piggott coming to you live, live, and even more live here in Melbourne, um, where summer never arrives, never. Um, I think <clears throat> this 2016-2017 uh, is going to be the year without a summer in Melbourne, as far as I'm concerned, because nothing is fucking happening on the summer side, as in it's cloudy, it's cold, and it, I've really brought in a context for me because I just flew up to Brisbane for a day, for one night on Monday, came back yesterday, uh, and Brisbane's like halfway up the coast, and it was 30 degrees, and I got the Hydrocat Ferry from South Bank in Brisbane, around all the way almost to the beginning of the river and I stood up the front at the very front of it holding onto the rail with the wind in my hair and the sun beating down on me and the water crystal clear calm and the the wind because the cat the ferry cat there's really fast in certain places it really it really chugs along the wind in my hair the warm wind in my hair, the sun beating down on my bare skin. Fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. And then I flew back into Antarctica. I flew back into Antarctica on Virgin Airlines. Virgin Airlines, who, as I wrote today on my uh, blog, um, are pushing the white ribbon pledge, which is a pledge... And here we go, I'm going to read it for you if you haven't read the blog post. <clears throat> the White Ribbon event is the world's largest movement of men working to end men's violence against women, promote gender equality, of course you are, healthy relationships, because there hasn't been any healthy relationships up to now, and a new vision of masculinity. Everyone got that? A new vision of masculinity. Uh, I don't know what the new vision is going to be. I don't know who it is who's getting this so-called new vision. Uh, I don't know anything, but I'm just clicking here on the White Ribbon site. Oh, it's got a new headline. 16 Days of Activism. Right. Uh, and this is, this is just complete bullshit. This is, as I wrote in my blog post. This is uh, about getting men to fall into, into line with the progressive identity politics and accept that as men they are inherently bad unless they publicly convert to renouncing their vileness or badness. And it's also about further pedestalizing women as the keepers of wisdom and inherent goodness and of them being above reproach because they are women and they are good. We are men, we are bad. It's like the old rhyme when I was growing up, you know, little girls and little boys. What were boys? Slugs and snails and puppy dog tails. And girls were, I don't know, vibrators or something. 
It's just that taken to its natural next point. So, look, and you've got this white ribbon site. You can go check it out. Uh, and it's got photos and videos of all of these um, ambassadors. Here we go. Meet our ambassadors. Oh, fuck me. And they just look like, oh, there's Waleed Ali. There you go. Wow, what a surprise um, that is. Um, oh, they haven't got a list of them. they just got some photos. Dear, oh, dear. Ambassador Q&As. Here we go. Who's the Victorian representative? Ian Ham. Never heard of you. Uh, what does he say? Uh, oh, he's a public servant. He's using his own. He's using taxpayer-funded money to to do this shit. Look, the important thing about this is, as I said in my post, we need a term to describe men who are quick to sign up for this sort of shit who are quick to sell out their own sex, biological sex, I mean, in the vain hope that by virtue signalling their supposed goodness, then they just might get lucky with a quirky progressive chick with blue hair. Because that's, that's, that's the reason why these people are doing this. These men are quizlings. Now, the term cuck-servative has been thrown around a lot for uh, conservatives who betrayed their base for their own personal interest, which is a great term. I love it. I love it because it was just so effective. I mean, and you knew it was effective because the amount of um, vitriol and uh, hate it um, engendered from the conservative side. So it was really effective. And I, so I, I originally thought of the simple term of just cuck cuck for these men who would sell out their own gender like this um as i wrote only cucks would sign this pledge only cucks would debase their own masculinity in an attempt to curry favor with the lunatic left and as for defining a new vision of masculinity well we're certainly not going to leave that up to a bunch of cucks because they never knew what masculinity was to begin with but had a bit of back and forth with my readers and joe's come up with Cuck virgin. I don't mind this. Cuck virgins. So if you're a man who's going to sell out your own fellow men to curry favour with progressives, the lunatic left and chicks, all because you either A, want to get laid, or B, don't want your wife to pick on you as much anymore, you're a cuck virgin. That's what you are. You're an out-and-out cuck virgin. Um, and you just you're just a disgrace, and you need to be shamed at every opportunity. So cuck virgin it is. We'll need to get a um, a meme going on Gab, and for those of you on Twitter, start getting a a, a, um, a tweet meme hashtag. Is it hashtag? I don't fucking know what it is. A hashtag going uh, on Twitter cuck virgin. And, you know, just give a, get, get examples of cuck virgins. Like, I've given the executive of the Virgin Australia CEO, uh, what was his name, John Borghetti, um, total cuck, virgin. I just got that in there. Did you see how I did that? Did you like that? That was good, wasn't it? Total cuck virgin. Um, so cuck virgins, 
They're not beta males. They're not gamma males. They're not omega males. They're not. They're not. Whatever the fuck males they are, because you can be a beta male and you can be a cuck version. You can be a gamma male. You can be a cuck version. You can be a mega male. You're a cuck version. I suppose really sad alpha males could be cuck virgins too. You're a cuck virgin. Cuck virgin. And so this is the cuck virgin episode. Um, and fuck you all, cuck virgins. All right. We reject your insipid, limp-wristed, uh, gay boy wanderer, um, toilet loiterer version of masculinity. We reject it unabashedly. And we reject that uh, masculinity per se has any inherent negative side to it because of the behavior of individual men who might not be that nice to begin with. Uh, that's why I really, I really abhor the term positive masculinity. The term positive masculinity implies it's, it's very, 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 very um, insidious because it implies that masculinity per se by itself is negative. And this is something that uh, men don't need to hear. And this is something that young boys and teenage boys don't need to hear absolutely. One of the photos here at the White Ribbon Australia um, is of... Hang on, let me see if I can find it. It's of a group of uh, Australian Navy personnel uh, Australian Navy personnel who have signed up uh, for this um, and there's like 80 workplaces in Australia um, and they've got this stuff here like become an ambassador take the oath <coughs> excuse me, stand up, speak out, act, donate, fundraise, of course, donate, because this is all obviously a charity, uh, a non-profit organisation, and once again, the CEO will be on a couple of million bucks and driving around in a Maserati. You can get your school involved, young people working with diverse communities, so you can get your local abos enro enrolled and get them not to sort of bash their wives anymore, there we go. Uh, advocacy, partnerships, research and social impact. <gasps> God, and you can engage men. They've got our vision and mission. Let's let's click on our vision and mission. Our vision. A nation that respects women in which every woman lives in safety, free from all forms of men's abuse. I mean, it just boggles the fucking mind, doesn't it? It boggles the mind. The implications in this of what they've written there. I'm going to repeat it. A nation that respects women in it, in which every woman lives in safety, free from all forms of men's... In which every woman lives in safety. What sort of planet are these people on? They're not, they're not, they're not going down and talking to Hell's Angels or Comanchero bikies, are they? Our purpose. Engaging men to make women's safety a man's issue too. This is, this is apart from the fact that men on a Friday or Saturday night in the centre of the city have enough uh, job trying to keep themselves uh, from getting the shit crap kicked out of them. Our values. We are committed to the following values and bring these to bear in all facets of what we do. Courage. 
in facing challenges and finding creative and innovative solutions. What does that even mean? In facing, it's just like management speak shit. In facing challenges and finding creative and innovative solutions. What? What does that mean? Creative and innovative solutions. What? This is my brain hurts. Integrity. Ethical, honest, and accountable to all. Well, you just know reading that that they're going to be unethical, dishonest, and unaccountable to everybody. Respect. Compassionate, honoring, and acknowledging difference and upholding dignity. What are you fucking honoring then? If you're saying that all men are violent fucktards unless they give this pledge. Don't give the pledge, you're a violent fucktard. It's like Kramer not wearing the AIDS ribbon on his walk and getting the shit beaten out of him. Collaboration. Working collaboratively to drive positive social change. Hmm? Hmm? Leadership. Oh, fuck me dead. Leaders in driving lasting, positive, normative change. If anyone... If anyone can tell me what the term normative change means, you get a cherry. Okay? What the fuck does normative change mean? Anyway, back to the photos. There's... They've got a diversity and inclusion section as well. Diversity and inclusion. They've got this cuck virgin here standing up here holding a sign. Play video. Let's see if the play video works. Because I'm on Pale Moon and this browser's crap for playing videos. Here we go. Let's have a look. A man from all across Australia, from all walks of life, who promote gender equality, healthy relationships, and create a society in which women can live free from all forms of men's violence and abuse. I want to what are you fucking saying? This is fucking Australia. We speak English here, you cunts. It's really lucky I've got a glass of red wine. Nay, a bottle of red wine here. These cuck virgins are holding up the white ribbon oath. I will stand up, speak out, and act to prevent men's violence against women. So you can't do this sitting down, guys. Anyway. Back to the photos. There's a photo, and I can't find it, but there's a photo of three Australian Navy personnel doing the pledge or taking the pledge. And, I mean, odds on that they were, they were forced by their commanding officer to do it or else. So they're taking them. The Navy, the Australian Navy, is taking a pledge to stop violence against women, and yet the, and the Navy actively encourages women to join the Navy and serve on Navy warships, frigates and the like, where if they ever get hit by an incoming missile, it's going to put violence against women in some bikey's bedroom 
in pretty pale fucking comparison. Would you not agree? Would you not agree that uh, a bunch of chicks on the bridge getting hit by an Exocet missile or whatever they use these days is going to be what we call messy? I mean, if the ship limps back to port, they'll be hosing out the remains with high-pressure water blasters. That's what they did in World War II with guys who were unfortunate enough to be the tail gunner in a B-17. They got back and they went around and had a look and went, oh, and then they got the high-pressure water hoses. And if the, the biggest, chunkiest bit was the bit that was buried. How do I know that? My grandfather was chief mechanic on G for George, the most famous Lancaster bomber of World War II. He told me what they did. He said that they used wrenches quite a bit and they used hoses quite a lot. So the Navy wants to stop violence against women by encouraging them to join the Navy and get blown up. Well, fuck me dead and roll me around uh, in flour and fry me in a nice butter uh, and olive oil combination. I mean, really, really. So there you go. The new term, the new hashtag that needs to be promoted is cuck virgin. Cuck virgin. And this is going to be the cuck virgin episode. I'm going to write that down now so I don't forget. The cuck virgin episode. This has to become a hashtag. It has to go to fucking number one. These guys have to be shamed. The best, the best, for me, the best outcome would be if they started trying to embrace the term cuck virgin as if they didn't have a problem with it because you know that they're just fucking cuck virgins as soon as they do that. So, listeners out there, run with this. Run with this, please. We've got to push this as hard as we can. Um, and I'd, I'd like to say that, you know, as a member of the alt-right, pretty much from the beginning and the manosphere and all that sort of thing that I've got the reach to do this but no one knows who I am and no one gives a fuck about me I mean that's the only reason I'm allowed to write what I want people are complaining about free speech all the time and we've got the biggest free speech of all time of all history I mean I can say this on my podcast and I can upload it and it's got coverage Uh, I can write whatever I want on my blog Uh, I can call these idiots cuck virgins that they are Um, and it gets out there a little bit um but I'm not stopped from doing it. And that's because, well, no one knows who I am. No one cares who I am. And that's just, you know, that's just the, no one gives a shit. And you know, I suppose if I get, you know, famous or something, then they'll care. Um, but otherwise they don't. Yeah. There was a, uh, there was an actually a, um, an article in the uh, Sydney Morning Herald and The Age this week, about four days ago, about the alt-right movement in Australia. And they were quoting websites that are like two months old. And I've been going for a bit longer than that, and I didn't get a look in, and it was just, I just had to laugh. I just had to laugh. Adam, you loser. You fucking loser. You didn't, couldn't even get quoted by these cunts. And so what can I say? You know, if I'm going to get this hashtag out here, the cuck virgins, we need your help because I'm, I'm, I'm just nobody. Here I am in my house 
yeah, I do this full time. I've, I've, I've stopped working my real job to do this, to dedicate the time to, to get this up and running. And I've given myself a period of time where it's, it's, it's got to happen or, you know, I'll, I'll throw it in, I'll throw in the towel. Um, and, but you know, hey, I can't even get a reach as an alt writer in Australia. And how many alt writers are there in Australia? Fuck me, dead. Well, whatever. Um, someone has their car out there that really, really sounds like it's about to shit itself. Um, I flew up to Brisbane, by the way, for a meeting with a publisher, which was nice. Um, because they contacted me and they like what I'm doing and and they want to publish me. And, and so we spoke about my third book. Uh, and I have my title for the third book, but I'm not going to come out with it yet. But what it's going to be about... Uh, by the way, we didn't get... A solid agreement to publish the book i've got to write the book and then they're going to look at it and work out whether they want to publish or not that's fine um and there's the publisher was a nice guy we had a good chat a good lunch and and um he asked me you know he asked me how many copies i've sold of my books and i told him he was quite impressed and he said why do you want to publish with us then i was like well i need I need to get um, recognised. I need to get a platform where people are going to hate me. Um, I need death threats. You know, I need all this stuff, and I'll, I won't get that on my own. I won't get that pushing. I've got a. And he said to me, you know, if I, if I do based on the subject matter of my next book, he said if I do talks, they will have great difficulty in getting venues because of all the protests that will happen. And I'm like, brilliant, fucking brilliant how much better can that be how much better can that be so um yeah um we'll see how that goes they want 60 <coughs> 60 to seventy thousand words so I'm, I'm hoping to have it done by march uh i've already got the outline penciled out and i started cracking on it today today was day one today's day zero it was the third book. Um, so, you know, that's that's good. I was pretty happy about that. Um, other things that have been going on. I was... I'm going to get pretty... I'm going to get a little bit controversial here. A little bit controversial. Uh, when I was up in Brisbane... Um, I met this Israeli chap and we were chatting in a bar and lo and behold he turned out to be a lefty what is it with Israelis being lefties it's like they're all lefties and I was reminded um, of a fight I got into a couple of years ago at a Christmas lunch. Ne- never, by the way, never invite me to your Christmas lunch as I'm bound to get into uh, a very heated argument with a lefty Israeli, uh, as was the case on this particular occasion. Um, so I was, at, I was at this lunch at a friend's house and I've never been, my wife and I have never been invited back to Christmas lunch there again. It got so heated that my wife threatened to get up and leave, and she never does that. 
but it got really heated. And basically, this Israeli was crapping on in a lefty fashion, and I just started mocking him. This is about two years ago. I just started mocking him openly. Um, and he kept going on about how Israel's the greatest this and the greatest that, and I just sort of laughed, and I said, what are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? And I said to him, 45 years. That's what I think about Israel. And he was like, what? I said, 45 years. You guys have been having a war with a group of people who don't even have a country and have a made-up name, Palestinians, and you can't fucking beat them. How pathetic is that? And he got all upset. I was just like, dude, you guys suck. You can't even finish this war. You can't do it. And that's when he uttered the immortal line of, well, you know, we have to, you know, we have to care what people around the world think. And I said to him, everyone hates you. Everyone hates Israel. Nobody likes Israel. No one. You've got it. And I said to him, that's your, you, you, you've got it at the perfect level you need. I mean, there's, there's nothing you can do that will make the parts of the world that hate you hate you even more. They're at 100% hate and disdain. You should take this opportunity to bulldoze the Palestinians into the sea and finish it off once and for all. Done. Gone. Finished. Over. They can't hate you anymore. They can't hate you anymore. But no. You can't even finish your war. You're all worried about what people think of you. <laughs> Pathetic. I think it's like the whole nation of Israel must be a nation of cucks. Total fucking cuts that, that can't even finish off illiterate goat herders. It's unbelievable how long this has gone on. And the whole world gets sucked into it. I mean, the whole 80s and 90s, all there was, there was another... There was another conference with Yasser Arafat, you know, that tea towel wearing moron and some US president and some fucking Israeli leader, prime minister. And it would happen in Norway or Sweden or some other cuck fucking country. And they'd do this accord or that accord. And no, and it's still going on. And now what have they done? They've set your country on fire. They've set your country on fire. They've burnt down. They've set a bushfire. Because you fucking Israelis were stupid enough to plant eucalyptus trees. The ugliest, most disgusting, biggest piece of shit tree in the history of the world that will catch fire if you fart on it. And the Palestinians have burnt you down. So this is what I said at the Christmas lunch. And, you know, a really nice, really nice way, I suppose. And I was just laughing at him. The funny thing was, was that everyone else there thought I was a hero and was like, and the next year when I wasn't at the Christmas party, the, 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 the general complaint is, where's Adam? Adam's fucking a legend. Not legend for having a go to Israeli, just a legend for standing up and saying what most of the world's fucking thinking. Come on, Israel. Come on. They can't hate you anymore. They can't. Just finish it off. But no. No.
No, we've got to be the good guys. We've got to be good guys. We've got to be, we've got to be, oh, oh, we've got to have everyone like us. Like your white ribbon cuck virgins. White ribbon cuck virgins are Israelis of the male gender. Ha, there we go. I've said it. Which is funny because if you look at the, at the photos here, there's, for instance, there's uh, Peter Fitzsimmons which wearing a red bandana because he's a fucking communist. Oh, that was the other thing this week. Castro. Oh, my God. Canada. Wow. 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 Just wow. What a prime minister you have. On behalf of all Canadians, really. I mean, wow. What is he, Castro's love child? Fuck me dead. That is... I don't want to say it's unbelievable. It's just absolutely insane that he'd come out with what he said uh, about Castro's death. Um, who was another commie cunt who should have been driven into the sea? But all the Americans were able to organise as the Bay of Pigs. Fucking moron. Fucking morons. There we go. Um, Shout-outs. So, Aaron Clary... Captain Capitalism, he sponsors this podcast. He's the only one who sponsors this podcast. If it wasn't for Aaron, I wouldn't be able to say that I have podcast sponsors. I'd be like, and sponsors, and be like, that's crickets, by the way. But Aaron does, so Aaron's a legend. And Aaron can be found freezing his fucking tits off in the boondocks of, I think it's Minnesota. That he lives in some shithole up, up there in America. Um, I don't understand why he um, persists with living in one of the few states to vote for Hillary Clinton, and uh, which is at this time, the 30th of November, probably landlocked in snow and ice. Um, especially when he did a book called Reconnaissance, Reconnaissance Man where he listed about 16 states in Australia, uh, in America, sorry, where you do where you would want to live and um, the state where he lives in didn't even come close to the top. But maybe it's a case of do as I say, not as I do. I don't know. But for whatever the reason, Aaron is stuck up there um, in, in some snowbound shithole. But he does do good work, and he has got his YouTube videos, which are very amusing and informative. And he has got his podcast. He's got his... He's got three now. He's got three. He's got his normal podcast, where he swears a lot. (coughs) And then he's got his um, curse-free podcast, where he doesn't swear quite as much. And then he's got his zero fucks given hour. Um, which is his new live show. And he had, um, I think he had Matt Forney on there and um, oh, someone else. Might have been a Betchloff. But it was good. So check out Aaron at captaincapitalism.com, um, which is linked on my blog. My blog is linked on uh, SoundCloud here on this site. 
Um, for me, Adam Piggott, you can check out my books, Pushing Rubber Downhill, which is a journey to manhood via whitewater adventures. You can check out my new book, Run Guts, Pull Cones, which is about a rafting season in the Italian Alps. And my, like I said, I've started the next book. I'm hopefully delivering it to the publisher in March, and they said they got a really quick turnaround. Um, so we'll see how that goes. We'll see whether or not they pick it up. Um, hopefully they do. Remember, cuck virgin. Cuck virgin is the new hashtag. Hopefully this can go apeshit and we can shame these miserable excuses for men. Um, these quizlings into um, behaviour that better reflects what a man should be. Um, until next week, until next time, until the sun comes up in the east once again. You stay good, kitties. Ta-ta.